This episode of Pot of the Jam is rated S for spoilers. You've been warned. Remember the last time? should have listened to her sister. Don't pick me all the way. You don't really know much about Halloween. We told you to keep them away from the light. Do anything you want to. Good time. Oh, that's lover party weekend. Now, was that civilized? No, clearly not. Fun, but in no sense civilized. Hey, Mr. Cochran, just what is the final process? If you go, don't go all the way. Oh, God, anybody got any tranks? Welcome to Podcast of the Damned, and this episode we are talking about sequels. I'm Emma. I'm Shory. And I'm Dean, and I am very excited for this episode. <laughs> Most importantly, yeah. because we've all gone with really different films, very and especially different. after Absolutely. the last two podcasts, which were found footage. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, oh, by the way, a little bit of excitement. We're in a room together recording again. <gasps> I can touch these people as much we're as I don't no want to. I can touch on, them. <laughs> on Zoom like we were for the last two episodes. This is actually the first day back in June of restrictions easing here in Melbourne. We're allowed to have two people in our home, and what better two people to pick them than two of you? It does mean when my husband comes to pick me up later for us to all have a drink, we have he has to wait outside yeah, on the doorstep. Outside the he has to drink on the doorstep. Yeah. We can watch him through the yeah, uh, camera. We'll just, yeah, we'll just look through the keyhole and be like, hey. <laughs> yeah. And but, as he goes to take a sip, we can yell at him, oh, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. I am ridiculously pumped because I think we all dove into sequels in a really yeah. good way, mm-hmm. in a really good way with our film choices. And I love this was a, not a planned episode. No. So we had a bunch of episode mm. themes planned out and I, I can't remember how it came up but we suddenly just decided let's do one on sequels because it's a really it's actually a really important part of, of well, it's, it's a massive horror. part it's a huge of, yeah and you think of it growing up especially when in the VHS era when we have video shops oh most God. people saw sequels before they saw the originals like, mm. I, I, I saw actually that's a lot of my the first one. yeah a lot mm. of my experience especially you know, well, with horror films was my that. first Friday the 13th was part 7 mine was 3 yeah. my oh. first Nightmare on Elm Street was part 3 which is Okay. You would think mine would have been two, but no. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh, my God. Oh, we'll get to that. The, the gayness of two. I've, I've oh, not yeah. seen it. Oh, my God. All right. There's. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a massive Freddy fan. I'm no. Not, I'm not a oh, it's not Can Freddy I tell you, nothing to do with from, a, from a academic point of view, I think you're going to love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's, I mean, we're not, okay. we're not on that today, though. No. No. We're not. No. Oh, no. But I mean, we can, we we can, have some very we fun can mention it because it's relevant to the I know, I know, It's about sequels. We could easily get derailed with okay. that one. <laughs> All right. Easily. I'm going to add it to the list. I'll be watching Freddy 2. Yeah. Mm. We okay. could have actually done it in queer horror. Or we oh. could have added it sequels. We yeah. could have everything. Or with sequels, oh, yeah. like it does. Yeah. All right, we could I'm going to have to go watch There's this. a lot there. Unintentionally, but intentionally queer horror. Oh, my God. I'm more shocked that we know something that Em doesn't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. It's a first. Shit. 
It's not a first. <laughs> I don't know. But okay, Freddie. Yeah, all right. I'm For once, I feel like the smartest person in the room. Because <laughs> you've watched a gay horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> so we're on sequels and um, I very much took this opportunity to have my movie pick into the mix, mm. which was Gremlins 2. Is that the one we're going to start with? Is that what yeah, that so. intro Well, is? should we start start with that one? I think we'll save the best for last. Oh, my God. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't I'm pretty think sure Gremlins 2 why is the best. Why don't we just let everyone know the films that we picked? Yeah, okay. Um, I picked Halloween 3, otherwise known as Halloween Season of the Witch. So weird. Mm-hmm. And I picked uh, Slumber Party Massacre 2. And here's the thing, like all very and the looks I'm different. Getting is, yeah, yeah. yeah, all very totally different. I do think we should save Shory's one for yeah, last. Because yeah, yeah. it's so. Is that so I don't. Batshit bonkers. Is that so it's, you guys don't upset me and I leave halfway through the podcast? Sure, that, like that's going to happen. I think you're used to it by now. It's I just fine. love how it's excited fine. you are it's for fine. us to talk about that. But I yeah. reckon, yeah, unlike normally with the episodes we've been doing, we have been focusing from uh, with with our top pick at the end. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we do this the other way around. No, no, I think it's right. It's the top pick. At you the end. think it's the top pick. I mm. think you're absolutely you're wrong. Outvoted, but so I think I mean. we should definitely kick off with Maybe Gremlins Maybe we can let the listeners too. vote as well on what are the best – what's what's the what's the preferred order of best to worst for these three movies? <laughs> see what people say. All right. So I like that there was no debate about Halloween 3. You're just like, no, it's in the middle. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely not the worst. Yep. But yep, I'll take that. I mean, God, I, I felt like it was um, – let's, let's get to it. If let's there was – I just – I have to say it now. If there was a third movie made of Return to Witch Mountain, I feel like it would be that one. <laughs> like it's very Disney horror. But anyway, we'll get we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Yes. So what's Gremlins. IMDb got to tell us, Shory, about well, Gremlins 2? We'll go short and sweet. The Gremlins are back. And this time, they've taken control of a New York City media mogul's high-tech skyscraper. Yeah, pretty simple. That's it's- it. And that's actually a more, very detailed, very detailed analogy. Compared to a lot, of the other, a lot of the other IMDb synopses. That's- oh, some of them that's are good. insane. Yeah. That's good. And um, this film was. And it's love everything it. I love about a sequel where it leans so heavily into uh, the crazy and campness of it, takes mm. it even further. And, I mean – got meta on itself yeah. and, and really, really parodied so many of the things that people loved and hated about the last film, which is what I really love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's absolutely. so much to like about this. Absolutely. And re-watching it, I, I watched this one today because like you, Dean, I was like, I'm going to save the best to last. And I did the it, same thing. It honestly felt like having like a delicious piece of pie in the fridge and you just save it and save it and save it. <laughs> and totally. then I'm like, I'm going to eat it now. But it, did you eat it after midnight? I no. – <laughs> the after midnight thing. So the what are the rules? You can't get them wet. Can't get them wet. You can't. No sunlight. No, bright no light. sunlight. Or no, well, no bright no sunlight bright kills light. them. No bright, bright light. Sunlight yeah. kills them, and no, no um, feeding food them after, after midnight. midnight. Which and is which is controversial. Well, and there is a scene in the movie where they talk about. Yes, yeah. like, I love it. He's like, what if he flies in another time zone? What if he gets a caraway seed stuck in his teeth? And after midnight, it gets this. Yes. Yep. Yep. No, but rewatching this for me was like just so nostalgic because this came out at a time. What was it? Ninety. One-ish, I want to say. It feels it's it's definitely nineties. It feels. I was about to say, sure, it's nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety. So I was seven, eight. 
when this came out. So was like, it was like I remember seeing this at the cinema. So did I. And and I remember like the beauty of Gremlins was it was one of those films that terrified me and I still liked it. Yeah. Like yes. it, it, for a kid's horror, it was exactly what I wanted out of something. And Gremlins absolutely terrified but me. The Hulk Hogan moment. Oh my god. I mean, we're gonna get into the Hulk, but it was Whoa, just tell your brother. Yeah. Yeah. It, yes. it was just the most amazing. There's so much in this film and they really do. Like they set up everything so well yeah. in the first mm-hmm. one and it's like if we're doing a sequel, we're going even more insane. Yeah. Yeah. But even within the film there was so much – there's so much foreshadowing within the film and you're right, it references the the first film as well. Um, like I, I really – With Mr. Fodderman too. Like right, <laughs> right from the be- – yeah, right from the beginning – like when Gizmo's sitting there and they leave the TV in the old man's store and it's on and Rambo comes up. I'm like, oh yeah, because then later he's gonna do the Rambo yeah. thing. I'm like, damn, this is this is really it's, cute. It's brilliant. There's so it much is. of that. Like it's it's absolutely like it could be a media studies film. But oh, it's absolutely. also it was very clear where that there was all of this conversation between the production team yeah. and mm. Warner Brothers and they wanted to go even further from a marketing yeah. perspective. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. so was- much more gizmo and so yeah. much more animation of gizmo, which is just yes. hilarious. But it's also and- the action figures too. Like you get yeah. when you get to the, the scene. Merchandising in the merchandising potential, yeah. which they again refer to in yeah. the film. Which is brilliant. You've got the bat gremlin, you've got the oh, spider you've gremlin. The bat gremlin. The gremlin. And just the fun. Yeah. And but they do it from the start. They the, what yeah. I love about this film is it it, you you are set up from the very beginning with the Warner Brothers logo coming through with Bugs Bunny on it yes. and Daffy Duck comes on and goes, hey, 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 get off, get off, this is yes. my moment and then it all turns to crap. You're right. So like, from the very beginning they are like, this is not the movie mm. you thought it was going to be. They're sort of winking at the audience yeah. right from the beginning. Straight like, away. We're, we're lifting the veil a little bit here. We're going to kind of poke fun at ourselves. Um, and, and like the moment that you were sort of referring to before with Hulk Hogan where the, the movie actually stops. stops and it looks like <laughs> the movie itself has stopped and then you see the, the shadows of gremlins. The puppets. Yeah, I remember the seeing projector. that in the cinema and my mind was like blown yeah. at the thought that this could happen in cinema. Yes, uh, that was exactly my thought. I was watching it and I texted Elroy and I was like, oh, my God, the scene where the gremlins look like they're behind the screen in the cinema. It's, it was fucking terrifying. But that also references yeah. the first kid. one too. Because yes. when they're watching Snow when White and Billy's to- behind the screen. Exactly. Yeah. And at some one point in the second movie, like he says, all they want to watch is Snow White. Yep. Yeah. And it's like everything just – it's so good. It's so, it's good. so good. And but this is what I think the hardest part of this film is getting to the plot. Like actually well, they were like, all right, how do we get and I mean it's when I say the hardest part, I mean that is the most laborious part of the mm-hmm. film is establishing Billy is now in New York because yeah. we need money so we're gonna be in the big apple <laughs> yes. and and work at essentially is is it meant to be Trump Tower? Yeah, it's hundred percent Clamp is supposed to be Trump. And, but that was right. back when Trump was a, <laughs> a oh, very, he's just a stupid billionaire and he's a, he's a bit mm-hmm. of fun, but he's all right. I mean, and I didn't Until know, now when you look at it and you go. Well. It is even funnier when you go, the clamp logo is a giant sea that's squashing the world. That's clamping. Like, yeah. It was a giant sea who squashed like, the world. Exactly, which <laughs> yeah. is also a good analogy for Trump. Mm-hmm. But it it's just so good. So basically it's that setup where Gizmo's now in mm. Chinatown in New York and mm-hmm. there's the old man there and, and the Clamp Corporation are like, we absolutely want to take your building to build Clamp Oriental Towers. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yep. And, um, and so that's all happening and then they just, instead of, we're going to offer you money, which he says no to, they're like, mm. we can be patient and then go, no, we're just going to wait for him to die. Yeah. A couple of weeks later he dies <laughs> yeah. and then we just destroy the building 
And what blows my mind about it is if you were going to destroy a building like that, like even from a building perspective, mm. wouldn't you empty it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't just, just leave. Yeah. Like it, the news reporter just turns around and goes, this was the last standing part of the Clamp Empire, normally filled with, with lots of antiques, yeah. priceless antiques. Yeah. And then they show them <laughs> destroying no one, the building. No one thought to And the extract. antiques are just left in there. Like yeah. the guy died and they were like, okay, we're just going to leave it locked up. Yeah. It, yeah, break your shit. And but poor honestly, Gizmo's all upset. Part of me questions whether the old guy was still in there. He just no, died totally, in the store and they totally. were like, whatever. whatever. Just, just trash it. Just put it. some concrete over that. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and Gizmo's all upset, wearing yes. wearing a little black armband <laughs> yes. in, in solidarity, which is beyond cute. And yeah. uh, as the building's starting to get destroyed, he escapes out of the building and then is captured by a odd scientist. Yes. Who turns out works at Clamp Towers. Is it mm. Clamp Towers? Mm. Uh, yeah. Works at Clamp Towers, um, which conveniently is where Billy and what's Billy's girlfriend's fiance's name? I feel Phoebe, bad Phoebe that I can Cates never is so remember. Hot, I don't care. Oh, she, uh, she, I she's, love Phoebe she's Cates. so good and so funny. Like she I is love great this too. So in the first grand ones, for people who may not have seen the full cut, there's a scene where they're in the bank and she talks about why she hates Christmas. Oh yeah, <laughs> generally because her dad yeah. gets stuck in the chimney and dies. Yeah. And in this, is it? It's President's Day, isn't yeah. it? She's talking yes. about Lincoln, and it's just parody. Like it's again, a it's parody. another parody. It's they parried the it brilliantly, yeah. and the yeah. way in which they do it is so great. And essentially, uh, they're Kate. Yeah, it's Kate. Forgettable name. Well, it, it, exactly. So Kate mm. and Billy are at. They're working at um, Clamp Tower. They happen to it, both have got jobs at the got same jobs place. at the same place where he's in the art Convenient. department drawing things, and she's. A, a tour guide, guide. Yeah. and this is like a building that has everything in yeah. it. So you've got everything you could possibly need. They do, for this including film. like a, it's what is it called, like splice and dice or something. The genetics, yeah, yeah. some hilarious, <laughs> Run by Christopher like, Lee. Yeah, yes, I'd forgotten of, about that. Uh, I was like, oh my god, it's Christopher Lee, like yeah. one of the masters of of the the horror one of the genre. masters of horror. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I the, another thing that I noticed watching this again, just again watching it as an adult, I was like. Holy shit, like the whole metaphor of the um, the evils of techno-capitalism and like this trying to force everything to be regimented and oh, efficient yeah. and valuing productivity and profit over like mm-hmm. the human experience is so obvious watching it now. They whack you over the head with it. Yeah. But – when I watched it as a child, obviously I didn't notice any of that. And I, but I was oh, like, I, I remember noticing it all, but back then it was like, this could be the future. Mm. Well, uh, yeah. The irony that now, like I still laugh about things where they scan a barcode that he wears yeah. in order to find out what his name is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but name she still has to use a punch-out card to leave yeah. her workplace. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's so much well, I think there. that's the thing. I think as a kid I was just distracted by like, ooh, wow, the future, and didn't really notice the social commentary. And, it was, and it's and, huge, Which isn't is it? huge. And you see it right from the start where bits of, bits of the automated technology start to go a bit haywire and they don't mm-hmm. work yeah. properly. The, and there's the, even this really – enough moment where he says, well, this is what happens when you create a place for things, not people. Things come. Yeah. And that's what's happened. And it's, I'm like, oh, it's, I, I mean, it, it's great. But, it, yeah. but what I love is it sounds daggy kind of when you repeat it now, yeah. but everyone plays the, plays their roles but in this great. film perfectly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like then, so perfectly. You talk about, you know, you looking at that sort of stuff. I was the kid going, just go back to the lab. Show me more gremlin monsters. Well, oh, and this who is what's doesn't great, want so. to see more of the gre- – like I think everyone was like, oh, is there another liquid that one of them can drink? Yeah, is there yeah, another yeah. chemical? Yeah. Like, I mean, the first one that turns into a 
patch of vegetables Love is amazing. Yeah. So, so well, basically, we've we've skipped. We've skipped we again. have. We've, we I mean, have. if you haven't seen this, stop now. And yeah, go and watch well, it. exactly. Go and watch it because um, it's amazing. But it is so basically. But it's sorry. This is the epitome of what people term a gateway horror. This is yeah. a movie you would see as oh, a kid yeah. and go. What else can I watch? Yeah. What, where does oh, this completely. lead to? I want to watch another monster movie and you work your way up. And it's, it, little, yeah, it's absolutely a monster movie made for kids but still scary to adults. But it's in the same league as stuff yeah. like Monster Squad. Yeah. Where it's yeah. – they don't yeah. dumb – that's not dumbed down. Yeah. It's for – it's well, – it's, well, it's a film that's for adults and for children. Yeah. Yes, like the rain has begun yeah, if anyone's wondering what rain. that noise is. It's rain. There is, you know, there is like that social commentary and some of the jokes that would go over the kids' heads that the the adults get to enjoy watching films like this. Oh. But then there's also, it is just fun. It's so much fun. My, the whole time I watched it today, I had a stupid grin on my yeah, face. Absolutely. And I was laughing all the way through. And I thought, this is also like, what a perfect film to 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 kick off in 1990. This is yeah. quintessential 90s, like, Family genre yeah, film. They don't make Warner those Brothers, sorts of things. Oh, I, I, I did not see this with my family. Exact... My parents would never have wanted to come to see no, this. No, but film. what I mean is like it's a. <laughs> it was my, was a, my parents, it was like it was sort of a horror is not their thing. The so idea the is thought, everyone could watch My brother, it. my sister, and I, absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. my parents, no, 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 no. But yeah. you think about it too, like the year before that, Warner Brothers had the 89 Batman, which at the time yeah. became the highest grossing film of all time. Yeah. Yep. You have a gremlin turn into a bat, fly through a wall, and there's, and the, there's Batman the Batman symbol, symbol on the wall. It's fantastic. <laughs> ah, yeah, they, just, yeah, yeah. they poke fun at themselves. They yes. poke fun, they just, yeah. It doesn't matter. We're going to go, you know what? Everyone's fair game in this. Let's have fun. Yeah. Let's and you know what? Let's. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say let's rush through an, a quick explanation to get it because we're already diving into the fun yes. bits and we want to talk about that more. So essentially there's a guy, a, a mailman in the science lab that's whistling like crazy and hears Gizmo's song. So he's whistling yes. as he's going down the building and then Billy hears the song. Billy puts two and two together that Gizmo must be in the science lab. Mm-hmm. So goes and gets him. And in the science lab you've got these great – Clearly twins, not grease green, but clearly mm. twin mm. actors that play the dopey scientists brilliantly. Yep. Yep. And then Gizmo, uh, and then Gizmo's at his desk, and the the brilliant casting in Billy's mm-hmm. boss is just oh hilarious. Who, she's when Mister Clamp talks to Billy and likes him, she's like, "Oh my god, Billy, we need to go." What this accent is, I don't know, but she yes, should have also been. I feel like else. she should have mm. been in the nanny because she was yes. just <laughs> such a good she's straight out of Queens. Oh, show, yeah, this good parody type yep. thing, and it was great. Where she sees Billy as an opportunity to move up the ladder, yep. so she wants to seduce him. <laughs> and Billy tells Kate, Can you please go and get Gizmo? So then she is like, I'll do it once I finish my shift. And mm-hmm. awkwardly, Billy's asking her this while she's in a room to punch out a card. And there's a woman that walks past in ta- a towel, like she's in a shower. And they're just <laughs> letting Billy in, like, What kind of a workplace <laughs> is this? And is, is yeah. the fact that well, they have to arrive at, the, at their workplace in their uniform, but then they get to have showers during mm, the day. There's so much that it, I. It is a parody of a. Trump building, so I wouldn't be surprised if this oh, was going on. In a Trump but then building. there would also be yeah. cameras. Yeah, that's is, a, yeah, that was my next point. It is also yeah. a part of like that, um, uh, like neo capitalism, like uh, sorry, hi- like hyper capitalism, where you've got all the facilities you would need at your workplace, so you never even need to leave. Yeah, you you can be working home. all the time. You can just and I mean, so many things like your lights gone off because it thinks you're not there anymore. Move yes. around at your desk, and I'm <laughs> yes. like, and yeah, workplaces it, have that. But I, I exactly, that I laugh well. about this because I'm like, this isn't ridiculous anymore. And like, well, it's surveillance. Yeah, right. Like, but I, they still have to punch in and out. That's yeah. what I find. But I, that's the hilarious thing about like historical depictions of the future mm-hmm. is the bits that they get right and then the bits that you're like, 
you really thought we'd still be punching in and out? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You thought we'd have audit, like a sensor where the light knows if you're moving or not, but we're going to just use a little piece of paper yeah. to punch in and out of work? Like, yeah. And basically while Kate's uh, – Gizmo's waiting for Kate to come and get her, the – Mechanic is fixing the water fountain yes. and we have this, oh, my God, is the water going to hit him? Oh, my God, is the water yes. going to hit him? Yes, the water yes, hits him. Yes, of course. And then we are introduced to all of these gremlins, but unlike the first film, they're all hugely different characters. They have very unique personalities. They're very unique yeah. personalities, just not just recreated yep. Yep. things and colouring. Mm. Um, yes. And this is where what I love about this is they've gone, we're not doing the same kind of film. We're going mm. hard yep. Yep. in the other direction. So suddenly we have a range of like mm. schizophrenic yeah, type personalities with yes. all of these gremlins. It's Mel Brooks's yeah. line from Spaceball. Merchandising. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, exactly, it is. And what's great is there's one goofy one, so mm-hmm. they let that one stay. And the one thing they always know is we hate Gizmo, which I never understand why that's a motiv- <laughs> motivation, but fine. And then craziness ensues yeah. in the building. Well, and Kate accidentally brings the wrong, the wrong, the one, wrong home. one home, which is how they figure out – and this is important to the plot because it's how Billy and Kate realise, oh, it's happened because mm-hmm. yeah. they got wet and now there are gremlins. Yeah. And, and, now we and what I love about it is out. the way in which they play on it. Like there's a moment where Kate's like, oh, my God, not again because it was so stressful. But she dives right in mm. to handling this in mm. such a brilliant way. But it's also the reality that this has caused a lot of trauma within their lives. Like, yeah. And that their neighbours, remember the neighbours? Oh, the neighbour who's been, f- who's been getting like therapy and has convinced himself yeah, that he didn't, yeah, he, he yeah. didn't Miller, see it, it didn't happen. But all of this happens to happen the weekend that Mr. Fodderman's yeah, finally yeah. fine and coming yeah. to New York for the <laughs> yes. first time. Yes. And, and like it's just it's great. Oh I just like that he has it. He's like got that linger. He's like, see, I told you, I told you they were real. I'm not like, crazy. I, I love the scene in the apartment where he's like, what was that noise? And his wife turns him, turns to him, and she goes, it's okay. I heard it too. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, of course you did. He's like, I'm not mad. And I just like, and, and I mean, now we can just drive into the crazy because that's a, and then, yes. and then. Craziness ensues. They get up to the lab, the lab that has every chemical possible yes. to do <laughs> yeah. anything. Like, so what, yeah. you're right. There's the one, the first thing we see is someone who drinks fruit extract and vegetable gets chemicals. vegetables all over their yeah. body. Yep. Yeah. Another one, um, yep, takes uh, the bat extract and becomes yes. a bat. And they this one that takes the brain act- extract and becomes oh, it's, hilarious. It's my like favourite part smart of one. Gremlins too. And, it's just hilarious. And injects him with, the accent that he has off. So yeah. The accent is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so it's just the the craziness, like the yeah. really spiky evil one injects a spider extract. Yes. And then the most ridiculous one, um, which is a oh. gender extract. <laughs> Uh, it's not, and, and what I, what I think is interesting about it is the label is a male and female symbol. Yeah, thank you. So it's not that the you're fuck? having, yeah, it's that you take all the genders in, not just one or the it's, other. But what, or does it mean that your it your body? It's a gender swapping chemical. Like yeah. I don't even it know just, where to begin on yeah. the ridiculousness. And, it, and it's it's probably the only part of the film that I'm like. <sighs> What, but what I love this. about it is they play into that too. Like it is ridiculous. So this gremlin literally becomes Miss Piggy but a gremlin. Well, did anyone else think yeah, that the much. gremlin looked like uh, Kirsty Alley? Oh, <laughs> that's not fair on the gremlin. <laughs> but I found it really interesting. Again, watching it again as an adult, I'm like, why is she just – Automatically a horny slut. Yeah, she's just she's, like she looks she like a drag queen and a becomes horn a horny bag. slut. And she's a horny slut with the energy of Miss Piggy. Oh, like, yes. like let's, when let's when she latches <laughs> onto his when she latches onto his leg and the noise is like, <laughs> yes, 
And I'm like, it's, yes. mis- it's nothing but. It is. But I know, also, I it's, never she gets that. voluptuous Jessica Rabbit type breasts. Yes. And a, um, a, a beaded dress out of nowhere. Yeah. Crazy makeup. And it's just like. What what I love, they don't even bother to go, we're not going to stress or explain about this. You're in the science lab that has everything. Like one yeah. of them takes a chemical that be- makes them become electronic and then gets yes. trapped in the but phone line. Your, I, your explanation of the, uh, the gender swapping gender. gremlin, there are people out listening right now, men and women, who are going – this explains a lot. Like people are just telling you, going, "This is where it started." No, don't get me. You can't. <laughs> I'm gonna. Mean, I'm gonna what? throw something. Like all of my trans friends will kill me. <laughs> no, like, what, not in that way. Like what bothers me about it's not. It's not that she's a hornbag. Like that's fine. Go for your life. Yeah. But the fact that as soon as this gremlin becomes this um, voluptuous hornbag, they also try to shoehorn in some of those really awful stereotypes about. The, the nagging woman. So, yeah. like, when she she's trying to get it on with it's this that guy. It's she's a hassle. And yeah, she, yeah, exactly. She chases him and she's like, why won't you just commit? And I'm like, yeah. oh, why and, can't you have just made her a slut? And this, like, is, and this is the that thing. That would have like, been great. It's like, she's the extreme just- that they go. And, and don't get me wrong, I love the whole thing that they went. And we're going to have one. And it's essentially like the, the, um, not what's the Smurfette? Yeah. It's the Smurfette type thing. It's, it's, like it's having, the whole Smurfette. Yeah. And remember back in the cartoons, like Smurfette wasn't, it was created by Gargamel and wasn't very attractive. And then they made mm. her attractive. And then mm. everyone's like, va va voom, and all the mm. Smurfs love her. And it's mm. like, that's such a terrible message. Like, <laughs> on such a massive level. It, it just reinforces the idea that the. This is going to get. Uh, you know, we're doing it. Well, we were going to go bit, there. A little Everyone, bit when, sexuality. when I was well, watching it, I was like, "Em and I are going to go here." No, so I know. It. But it does reinforce the idea that, like the 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 baseline or the fundamental human form, even though yes, we're not talking about humans, but it's a metaphor, is male. Yeah. So therefore, the other, the alternative, or the strange, out of place. Keep in mind this. This the, the female gremlin also wasn't violent which was really frustrating to me yeah. because yes. I think there's such potential within this character and it was that, oh, no, she's not violent. They're all violent and chaotic yeah. and crazy yeah. and she's just horny yeah. and desperate for a man to, to quote, marry. You know, Californication, why couldn't she have been fucking and punching? Yeah, like, exactly. That would have been the fe- – an act, a proper female gremlin would have just been fucking and punching her way through the entire – and, like, and that's – I not? mean – the hard thing about it is there was so much fun to have. But yeah. let's face it, all of them just became – they were always just two-dimensional. Every character was. This is was. true. This so is true. if we go that deep with her, we have to do that with everyone and we don't have enough podcasts. <laughs> no, we don't. This could but, be on its own series. But can I just oh, – It could. I just have things to say. Okay. <laughs> no, now, that now that we've talked about the, the female gremlin, which is the only part that I don't like about the film – I, it's I love made it for me- that one moment. Can I tell you that this is one of the things I love about the film. I do love it, but I love it for that one moment of when they're all in the lobby. That old fashioned and like and everyone New York, New York, and they all have little things on their backs yes. and that oh. that hello Dolly Cabaret and thing. Out, yeah. And then does nothing. Uh, I yeah. love it for that yeah. reason. Yes. No, but I, for no other I reason. I get that. Um, okay, so now that we're talking about the female gremlin, I feel like this this is a good segue into gremlin law. Yep. Okay, I have to Ooh. tell you about the rabbit hole that I tumbled down today. So no, I was, no, yeah, no, yes. No, I was messaging my no, husband no, as I was watching no. this and I don't know how this came about but I said something about Gizmo and the gremlins and he was like, well, you know, but Gizmo is a gremlin. I was like, Gizmo's not a gremlin. He was like, yes, he is. He's he was a like, mugwai. He's a mugwai. No, 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 that's right. We were talking about the things that popped out of his back and I, I said, you know, the gremlins. And he was like, no, well, they're mugwais. Like, the like gremlins Gizmo. once they cocoon. Well, and I was like, no, 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 no. And I sent him a screenshot and I was like, you're not telling me that this 
the stri- it was stripe, the, the, the stripe one, yeah. next to Gizmo. I was like, you cannot tell me that these are the same creatures. I was like, the the fluffy gremlins are pure chaos. Like, and Gizmo is not. They can't be the same. And he was like, no, nah, they're the same. It's just that Gizmo has never turned. And I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. So I started Googling it. Right, get this. Okay. Apparently, and apparently this is canon, that um, an alien scientist created the gremlin species with the intent to um, diffuse goodness and goodwill around the whole universe. But they fucked up in some of the genetics, much like the splicing <laughs> lab. At, so is he at, like the Powerpuff Girls? No. Like sugar spice and everything nice? I guess so, yes. In that way, yes. But they fucked up. And what happened when they fucked up is that only one in every 10,000 gremlins came out good and that's where Gizmo came from, right? Wow. And the ones that come out good are eternal. So if they don't ever transform into – well, I don't think they can transform they into a gremlin. They never die. They yeah. never die. And apparently they, there are one or two other eternals in the universe. Um, Mogwai is one of them. And this is why Mogwai oh is really God. nice and the gremlins are really evil because it was only one in every 10,000 that turned out the way they planned. Okay, I'm loving this knowledge. Yes. So Gizmo's not just a wuss. And, no. Gizmo's and not a wuss. How dare you? And this is why apparently the gremlins have this innate, like, burning hatred for him because he's like a betrayal of their species. Oh he's like God, one in 10,000 that is nice and he's like abhorrent to them. He's not meant to be. He's like the nice and, one. And, and well, I think what leads into that, sorry, I know, is is this the level of chaos that they wanted to create within this film and when it yes. got to be verbalised and they're all in the lobby and and it's just that they want to destroy. And the interview that happens with the vampire guy oh. and everything, it's the actually now guy. that you're saying, yeah. I'm like, it, it plays into all of that. Yes, right. The other thing, this further blue our minds today and we looked it up and we were like, holy fucking shit, that <laughs> Mogwai knows of at least two other Eternals in the universe and we are like, excuse me, hold up, what? And then there's a reference in, in one of these these articles to Earl. There's another Eternal named Earl, Earl. and we're like, who? Earl. Get this, right? So in Gremlins, the first one, do you remember, oh, my God, do you remember when another um, Mogwai pops out of – of Gizmo um, at the classroom, and they keep it as like a pet. The teacher, mm. the teacher it keeps kills it. Kills the teacher eventually. Yeah, that. So if you if you pay attention to that Mogwai, it's not evil. It's really, really, it's really like kind nature, just like Gizmo. It's it's really kind of timid, and it only kills him because it gets really, really fed up and wants to extract it revenge on the teacher because the teacher's locked him up. And won't let him out, won't let him do anything. And he gets to the point where he's like, much like Gizmo, when he goes all Rambo on the gremlin's ass, he's like, no, enough is enough. Yep. But he is one of the eternal. I don't apparently. feel like. I, and now you've lost me with that bit. <laughs> and the only reason that, why that is because. I didn't make it up. Gizmo was left alone with a, in a room and all this different stuff. Like Gizmo's Ramboing was to take them down and because Gim goes, Gizmo saw Rambo. Hey, He's still like- This is what the he, internet says. All right. Well, I feel like the, there are certain elements of this the internet is leading too far well, I'm going to I'm gonna be all sappy for a minute. Okay. Oh. My two daughters, when they were mm. in the womb, mm. Evie, who's the oldest, was Gizmo and Lottie was Mogwai before we knew what sex oh, they were. Oh, that's what you called them. So they were Gizmo and Mogwai. So, that's that's, so the movies always have a big special place for oh, us as well. And really what do they cute. think of the movies? They've only seen the second one and they loved it. That's such a yeah. smart way to do it. Yeah. Second first. Yes. Also because they're not – The first one's scarier. And if also, depending yeah. on which version you get, you get the Phoebe Cates Santa thing. And yeah, you, and that's uh, – you can't do early. that until um, – um, yeah. I 
Evie will probably watch the first one. Lottie will not. Yeah, watch yeah, yeah. Well, the first one is actually scary. First one is scary. scarier. First yeah. one was supposed to be scarier too. Yeah, the yeah. first one is genuinely and th- scary. And this is what's great about it, is the second one goes the complete opposite way and mm. really leans into yeah. the craziness of it all. The only all scary of these part is the spider. The spider yeah, the is spider is scary. Spider and this is scary. Is, uh, look, and you can tell how much we love it where we've thrown the storyline out the window. And because, yeah. But the, the reason why is, is because, yeah, the, yeah. the storyline, everyone involved in this is having so much yeah. fun from the animation to mm. – like I think filming this would have been a riot. Oh, it would have been you know, so because, much And there are so fun. many Woody scenes. Was on that scene, on that – on the uh, while they're making the movie, how many times did they ad lib jokes? And oh stuff? god, yeah. They're, they're, and these smart gremlin, how many times did they make a joke? They went, we can't put that in the movie because it's not an R-rated movie. But that yeah. was very funny. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, there's so much that we haven't even gotten to the character of Mister Clamp. Well, we no, did. We he said he was Trump. And but that's the thing where it's anyways. no, no, no. But the, the the you know how you were talking about the constant parodying and meta of mm-hmm. it, and he's that the whole yes. way yeah, through, yeah. Yeah. and so ridiculous that he yep. doesn't like. And it's just even the way in which they're going to set up all everything to go horribly wrong. They're going to get them all in the lobby, and they've put up a big sheet mm-hmm. from a stage theater, a big <laughs> backdrop to let them think that it's night, <laughs> and they're going to drop it, and they'll be in the sunlight, and mm-hmm. they'll all just die, and then clouds. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God, this is hilarious because UV light, which would be what is destructive, it's not – I I was like, if you want to get down to it, isn't it ultraviolet light, which does push through clouds? Otherwise, it would Mm. be dark all the time. (laughs) How good is the video that he shows for the end of the world? We are the clamp family. It's the end of the world. And the clamp family love you. And I love that he's standing there like crying like, (laughs) it's beautiful, isn't it? Just the parody is like you just have to laugh. The riot riot that they all must have had doing this from the crazy hats. The riot's room would have been a ball. How stupid can we get with this? And and they were able to like and they did it. And to me, it's a huge success. Yeah. And, and that, that like, it's a riot to watch. Sometimes mm. it doesn't always translate in the viewing, but in this case you watch oh, it, it so and is. it's just such a ride mm-hmm. and you love it and, yeah, it's, oh, God. I couldn't be happier. Such a joy. And can I just say, did you guys know on Twitter there is a um, there is an account called something like the Institute for Institute for Gremlin Studies and it is a Twitter account. Shut up. Like that, really? is, that is run by the smart gremlin oh, from Gremlins Oh, my too. God. I need to follow and, it. And, yeah, he just Who offers is, like – Who is cut, the star of the show? The smart critiques. The smart gremlin is the star of the show and yeah. is absolutely amazing. I mean, to wrap, to wrap it up really, they're all in the lobby. They don't know what to do. There's cloud cover. What can they do? Um, they get Mr. Fottleberry. What's his name? Fodderman. Fodderman to get the hose because he finally realised he's not crazy and they yes. were all real and to start wetting them all yep. and um, to just then, – then they start procreating like crazy. Yes. And then they uh, take the – there's so many problems I have with this. <laughs> they take the um, electricity one, electricity on gremlin that's been on hold the whole time. Yep. They take the electricity gremlin um, off hold and into the, them, and then they all die and disappear and kill themselves. And yep. and it's it's. It's a great fun way to do it, but one of the biggest problems I have once again is uh, the beauty of it and the fun is there are only four characters left in the building. Well, five: mm. Billy, Gizmo, Kate, um, the. The, the boss from Queens oh, and Mr. Fodderman. Oh, sorry, there are a few more. But, yeah. but the thing that I want to turn around and say, they're the, the group They're the group that are left, yeah. right, and they're all together trying to stop this from the inside. And then it's, Kate, do you know how to get a call off hold from the CEO's office? I think I do. And I was just like, it's just like that thing that you're turning around going, 
Billy, you put the call call on hold. (laughs) But you need to call to her to say, oh, hello, lady. Can you please work this phone from downstairs? If they could just do that willy-nilly with the CEO of a company, like there are huge problems there. Mm -hmm. But my biggest issue is that Billy just didn't do it. It's Kate has to do it. And why would you trust your boss with Gizmo in a box? Like it's it's so – there are so many problems (laughs) I have here where why wouldn't you go, Kate, you're on Gizmo duty. Yeah, boss, smoke. But then she's – Holding Gizmo in a box, who's poking his head out while there's all this water, and I'm just like, I have huge issues <laughs> with it. Dangerous. Yeah, and, but also, yeah. you just went. We need Kate to have something to do. She yeah. can answer the phone. It <laughs> made me so angry because yeah. she is comedy gold yeah. in this. Yeah. She she plays it so well. Especially in my does. mind, better than Billy. Oh yeah, like back so to the much first one too with the the flasher. Yeah. Yes. And she just goes, no, fuck it, and kicks yes. him to the field goal this time. It is great. And it's brilliant. And she yeah. she really, like, even where she doesn't rescue Billy's boss from the spider web until she knows she apologises <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah. flirting with him. And she's just gold. Yeah. A, a gold, 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 as is Mr. and Ms. Fodderman. With yes. the, I mean, who goes on a holiday with a camera that's from the 60s? Like, <laughs> of course it's, they do. It's They're just from great. a small town. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the whole thing. It's there from a small town in New York. So this is what yep. it's like. But also, have you ever seen New York not that busy? Like it was, mm. there was so much space. Mm-hmm. We should probably yeah. move on to the. Next I know, one, I know. We, we could do a whole episode on Gremlins. Gremlins. We've Gremlins. done a lot. We've done a lot on Gremlins. So it's yeah. time to kick on. Okay. Look, I feel like we have, are going to have a little extra long with with these films for the sequels because yeah. they're pretty crazy. They're pretty crazy. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. Yes. Uh, which is the non-Michael Myers mm. sequel. How did this get made? <laughs> that's a, get, that's we'll a different podcast. Yeah. Um, kids all over America want silver shamrock masks for Halloween because it's eight more days till Halloween. Oh, my God. Dr. Daniel Chalice seeks to uncover Halloween, a plot Halloween. by silver shamrock owner Cornell Cochran. That, uh, what? Um, oh, yeah, Mr. Cochran. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just looking. That, that says nothing. After the death of her father under very suspicious circumstances, Ellie Grimbridge and Dr. Daniel Chalice decide to investigate the shady t- activities of Cornell Cochran, the owner of Silver Shamrock Novelties Company. Before long, they discover Cochrane's diabolical plot to brainwash the children of America into doing his bidding through a mixture of ancient rituals, technology, and witchcraft. Was this that- Halloween, wearing the mask of a skeleton or a witch or a pumpkin can be deadly. Can Ellie and Daniel thwart the plans of the evil toy maker? That's I'm a lot. So- Was that IMDb? Can I That's say, that is a better description than the film. Well done. <laughs> well done, Nick Reganis. Which, which is insane on so many levels, but also, how did this become a Halloween film? Well, of the franchise Halloween. Well, the okay. story was is yeah. that John Carpenter wanted to be the Halloween films as an anthology. So every year at Halloween John Carpenter was a and Oh, and so it would be – yeah, yeah. Because everyone always says, oh, it's John Carpenter. I'm no, like, no, it Deborah's, was not just yeah. John Carpenter. It was so, his wife. So it was that Halloween was going to be an anthology but obviously didn't yes. work with this And you know what? Film. But when you – when you watch it, I feel like knowing that you can you can feel that it, it feels almost almost like an extended episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, yeah, like it, it has that like anthology feel to it, which yep. is really nice. And but the storyline is crazy, and it also it has is. in my mind a little bit of Doctor Who. It does actually. Like that's yeah. and that's with the villainness. Like when the villain appears and you yes. get the. Ding. Oh my god! That, <laughs> that noise was so irritating. This with Vaughn, and every time that happened, we were both like, "Oh!" We and it was because it was grating. To, it, it wasn't a scaring noise. It was just odd. Yeah. Uh, so it was odd. so we're introduced to this chaos that's going on. Mm. Um, this guy's trying to run away. Um, from yes. from these these mystery men mm. who are your atypical they are things men. 
men. Like they don't yes. say anything. <laughs> yeah. They don't change their emotions. They're super sp- strong and they move a lot. Mm. So that's why I say they're very much Doctor Who. Like, yes. yeah. or yeah. even Batman, um, yeah. the original series henchmen. Um, they and the whole way through. And then basically, this guy's like passed out and all a mess. And, and a gentleman from the mechanics office is like, "Oh, something's wrong with you. Let's take you to the hospital." Mm-hmm. And then gets the weirdest monologue ever. Um, when he's at the hospital, which is just trying to be like, hey, um, okay, so there was this guy in trouble. Can I go now? Like, <laughs> da, da, da. to the point that I rewatched it because I was like, I feel like there's more intent there. It never goes anywhere in <laughs> to anything more. And you, yeah. and you say Slumber Party 2 is the worst movie of these three. It is the worst movie <laughs> of the three, but for completely different reasons. Yeah. And then um, he, the guys in the hospital, they're like, oh, he's, he's, there's, he's not okay. And then one of the weird henchmen come and just squash his face in. Yeah. Oh, yes. As you do. As oh, you do. And the nurse is like, oh, my God, and then gets into a car and the car explodes. Yes. And I'm like, and that's the catalyst for the doctor to neglect his children. No, the guy <laughs> goes into the car, the thing. Remember? Yeah, that's the, the henchman. Yeah, yeah, the, the henchman goes Oh, in. I thought you said I'm, the nurse goes into no, the car. No, 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 no. The nurse is like, ah. Yes, and the henchman and, goes and, into the car. But what I love about it is – Because later they're like, I can't find any human remains in this car. I yeah. mean, they cut back to it like every 20 minutes and she's like, I'm still sifting. The human remains. <laughs> and I'm like, what is – cause, And also what was really annoying is she's, is, she's certainly not a mortician. So yeah. what the hell's going and, and on? And also the, these, these trays of what – we're to assume she believes a human remains just sitting on a desk. On a desk, she's in a rece- just, and she's like just sitting reception. there with no mask yeah, and crazy. no gloves, and she's just like. There's so and, yeah, with and we no just guts. yeah we keep <laughs> cutting back to her for pointless explanation for the whole thing. But then we're introduced basically to uh, who was meant to be the hero of the film, which is the Doctor Tom Atkins. Don't and, you besmirch Tom Atkins. Well, no, this is what oh my, my confusion, and this is what one of the things that was driving me crazy. Tom Atkins, who um, he goes to see, get, he has masks for his kid. He and his his kids. He and his ex wife obviously hate each other. Mm. Or oh, not ex wife, sorry, still well, wife. I and, can't quite tell whether it's meant to be. The, they're divorced and just co-parenting, or whether they're still together. Yeah, I, think it's I think they're separated. Well, it explains not why divorced. we have that really awkward sex scene. Like that, that awkward sex scene is well, insane. Well, and he's also just ha- clearly having it off with. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think a number. So, of- <laughs> that sex and he's is looking so for any, bad. It, basically, he's looking for any excuse to not spend time with his wife or children mm. to the point that he goes. I'd rather investigate this. Yeah. <laughs> and then on his investigation meets the daughter of the other um the other the guy that was killed. Yes. Yep. And they the even came. though there is no Chemistry, no chemistry or sexual attraction whatsoever. And also he's about 40 years older than her. Yeah. Also that, but she has great hair. Um, <laughs> they, they he's like, let's do this. Let's let's I was actually when I let's first find out this. what's going on. Yeah. And then we are in one of the best ways, it's like Shit's Creek and Pee Wee Herman comes together really well yep. in a motel. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh no, no! I'm just <laughs> thinking about that sex scene. Like when I when I yeah. well, I'm trying to. We're introduced to all these characters before one of the most awkward sex scenes I've ever seen, it's and just, I've had really bad sex. Like I'm not even talking I about like, once I like in film. I still do. Was your own personal I'm experience? Like, I I've had terrible sexual experiences, and still that was awful to watch. It yeah it what the, just um, I looked and went is that how my wife feels it oh she looked like the, well it, if that is how your wife feels shame on you yes absolutely but it was just so weird because 
Up until then. Well, no, no chemistry. Been, so we were watching it. Em and I were watching this at the same time, but Em was ahead of me. And I'd seen it before. And Em had seen it before, but we were watching I, it on the same night. And I Em was ahead of me. So I was so confused mm. when they were te- – and we were in our group chat and texting about the sex scene. And I'm like, what? To the point that when I saw it, I was like, they must be talking about another scene. <laughs> because it's just – she is there basically dead on the bed, no movement, and he just comes – creeping up <laughs> in what I'm assuming is meant to be he's given her head and trying to kiss her. But she's got – it's like she feels nothing for <laughs> him or the sensuality or the emotion because um, all of her energy was put into being concerned about her father. So mm. for all I know, she could be asleep. Like it was mm. so confusing. And it was just like this – what we saw of it, I have I have a – a couple of things to say. So, so the first one is I've noticed this going back and watching movies from the 70s and 80s that have sex scenes or romantic interest. What is with the weird kissing that they used to do in movies in the 70s and 80s where they kind of they kind of sort of partly open their mouths it's a, a little bit and just kind of press. Yeah. They don't actually Ugh. kiss and it makes this weird – they have this – Awful sound they put over the top oh, of it. Not. I want, well, no, I'm, not even no, that. No, no, no. It's just this weird. Oh, I wonder. Yes, if it's, that's yeah. worse. It's awful. I, I wonder if it's got something and to I can't do with it. with the with the licensing or not licensing, like not copyright, whatever the yeah. rule, censorship. The rules were oh, censorship. censorship. Yeah. Oh, okay. So but, we but have to have like you it's can't kiss, pe- you can't open mouth kiss, but you can lick her nipples. Exactly. Well, and that's the point. <laughs> it's pecs, no pash. It's pecs, no. Or they're pecs, not pashes, and uh, they're meant to have this intensity and awkwardness. But then it's tits McGee. Like what the hell's going yeah. on? And I have to say, like tits McGee is one thing, but I feel like, like especially a woman's breast having someone like. Uh, lick, suck, whatever it is, a woman's breast feel, feels very like, whoa, this yeah. is straying into like soft yep. core yeah, yeah, yeah. territory. It's very so we can't have a proper kiss, but then we get, we just, uh, it's and that's what we get like, in the sex scene. We get him like creeping up need. like a fucking snake. Yeah. And then this uh, awful kissing. Like and then, it's and exactly then a, and then like a, a snake. And then a breast suckle and we're done. It, you are spot on. <laughs> yeah, that, it's exactly that, like a snake and it's so strange. I roll over and go to sleep. We're done. It's so weird. It's so creepy and weird, it and is. wait until we get onto the third film in this in this mix because oh, it God. gets even worse. But uh, um, oh, it's just yeah. so strange. Yeah, it and is. And then that's meant to convey that they're into each other. Yeah, and it was just like oh. But my even God. a step back from that, when they they have this weird contrived conversation about oh, where are we gonna sleep? And then at one point he turns around and he says, <laughs> "Where yeah. are they gonna He's, sleep?" She's like, "Well, where do you want to sleep?" And he's like. I think you know where I want to sleep. And when I first watched it, I was like, "Oh no, we're not going. We're not going there, are we? We're, yeah. we're not actually going there. There's no chemistry. Where is no, this come from? The there is literally no." And I thought I was misunderstanding chemistry. it to begin with because I was like, "No, no, there's no chemistry." And yeah. then I was like, "Oh, See, now we've got a nipple in the mouth." That would have it's- been a really good way to play, where you have him go, "You know where I want to sleep," and it cuts to her in the bed and him on the couch. Yeah, yes. it would have exactly. been hilarious. But yes. it's also like, the, for some reason, in their plan for all of this, they have decided. That they're pretending to be together, and also, so, mm. so it's well, it it's becomes like, part of their cover. It's like, yeah, so they've created a cover where they're husband and wife, mm. 
that has no, which has more chemistry than the chemistry they have when they're actually alone and having sexual relations. <laughs> and and then it's this whole thing where they don't want, for some reason, don't want to let anyone know what's going on because all they know is something odd's going on. Mm. And it's just, and every time we're cutting to a TV, um, there's counting down to Halloween. What is on the TV? It's almost what is time. on the TV, which I actually absolutely love, I is Halloween, Halloween. Yeah. comes onto yep. the TV yeah. every now and again. And I have to say, this is probably what drew me to select this movie because I just, I love how it's, excuse me, situated within the Halloween franchise. I love that they, for a moment, considered this tangent, that they would do mm-hmm. an anthology series. And reading about it, I'm like, that would have been fucking awesome. Mm. Basically, not only would it be a different horror spin each yep. movie, it would be based around the holiday of Halloween. Yes, yeah, so every, every, year every you movie go, it's would be a different. Yep. I'm like, I love that idea. And this does have the feel of an, of an anthology Well, I feel like um, Ryan Murphy's movie. taken that run with that, run with that yeah. now with American Horror Story. And I, I will say... Even though, see, my my view of this film is that I actually think that the big bad and the idea behind the masks and what's happening and Cochrane as the villain, I think mm. he's a fantastic fucking villain. Mm. I, I think was he's so absolutely confused fabulous. By but I feel like all that is let down by the the two central characters that are meant to prop up and drive the story. And my thing with and the, this is so why two I felt dimensional. Like they are, and this is why I felt like it was a Disney film. You know, a, like a, it, it really Disney had that yeah. Disney horror thing it, to me because it I took see away. How this could have been so good. And, and also remember the rest of the fa- family, the family and the mother who where the mask accidentally misfires and then melts her oh, face. It gets very um, Willy Wonka, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. When and they're this going around I mean. the factory like, and it, when it goes there, my problem is it's not till um, the end. It takes like, too long it, to it get there. It takes ages to get there, and it's very fantasyful. But, I mean, it, they are meant word. to be, like, techno-druids. Like, and I do like the callback to at the beginning you see a new story on a TV in the background about Stonehenge. Yeah. And then you get to the end and they have managed to extract one of the stones from Stonehenge because they're essentially druids. They're, they're, yeah. they're yeah. Wicca. Uh, Wiccans. Wiccans. Wicca. What's the – whatever. They're witches. They're wees. Um, they're wees. <laughs> um, and they, um, they, they, they harness the kind of – the celestial power of Stonehenge, like there's a point in time where all the stars and planets yep. align. And Very BBC, will, Doctor that, Yes, yeah, it is. Um, and that will enable them. And they've and then they've kind of combined that with technology and somehow implanted these chips into the back of these Halloween masks whereby when the kids are in front of their TVs, in front of the broadcast at a certain, the exact right time and they've got like Stonehenge ready to be zapped by the – Planets? Yeah, I don't it's know. so and confusing, <laughs> and that's it the is, thing. But there's the, witchcraft. What killed me is there's this really interesting storyline that would have worked mm. if, yeah, exactly, if not for the rest of it. And it was because yeah. we're relying on on our two protagonists that's to give us something, down. and they they're were giving so, us nothing. I think take yeah. her out of it, or take him out of it. Take and him it's a out of it. By the way, one cut one of them, and it's a better movie. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, I, them together I is, love is Tom a problem. Tom Atkins, Night of the Creeps. But he's terrible he's in this film, surely. And this is the thing. So basically they go to meet Mr. Cochran and it's fully like Willy Wonka craziness. Yes. Da, da, da. They get a tour of the factory with the family who's mm-hmm. – he's the biggest mask seller in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and the <laughs> wife who is just – does not care about anything mm-hmm. and just cares about looking pretty and doesn't care about the tour. Yes. It's just – it's so she insane. She does have some fabulous outfits. She has some great outfits yeah. and some great great lines. It's yes. like, And when it's like, oh, we need – Processing, but what needs to be finally processed 
anything. Like it's, it's the fact that that was meant to be some kind of t- like awkward, not awkward, like ominous thing. Mm. Still blows my mind because mm. it's like um that could mean stick a sticker on it. Like it was just, it <laughs> yep. was so weird to me. Yep. And and essentially then they, we, the, what we find out is um, they put them in a room and lock them in the room and then the kid's watching TV and he his head disintegrates. It and into it's bugs like, and snakes. And, yeah, yeah, the masks sort Bugs of and snakes. And this is where I, I didn't realise until you just said it now and that it was about controlling children. Mm. I thought it was about killing everyone. Um, I, I think it's a motivation. Uh, I think it's about killing everyone through the children. Yeah. So so they become yeah, but, and but like the children insects the, come out of their body, and they yeah. and, and they then, then the kill the adults. Kill everyone else. And it's just well, snakes. Snakes, snakes yeah. are poisonous. But you could stand on something, and then the snakes can't get you. Like that was my biggest issue when that happened. Yeah, I'm but like, what you if snakes stand thing. on anything? And what if just. All so many snakes all at once from all the children everywhere. Well, I true, and this is when at the the evil plot is revealed, and we all find out find out the henchmen are pumpkin men. <laughs> um, they are made, they're animated people made mm. out of pumpkin, and, and I don't mean like a pumpkin, pumpkin head. I Hang mean, on. Like, what do you mean they're made out of pumpkin? Well, it's in that the, they're like a pumpkin stew type thing. That's how I took it. They were pumpkin men, like Halloween pumpkin men. Am I, I wrong? Um, Sure, I'm not wrong, am I? They're not real people. They're made out of like Halloween stuff. Yeah, which is What do you mean Halloween stuff? Did you not get this? Yeah. And this is the one thing I held on to because I was like, there's something creative there. I thought they were just robots. No. No robots. They weren't robots. That was the whole thing. like an alien when the synthetics have got goo stuff in them. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like that. It was pumpkin. They were pumpkin men because pumpkin means Halloween. See what I mean? Disney film. I mean, it's kind of- I mean, cut, cut the nipple licking out, and we got a Disney. It, oh my it God, could either be Disney, or it, it, still, even with the pumpkin in it, it could still be an eighties anthology. Yeah, oh look, from, and now that you've explained, you cut forty the, minutes off. Now that, yeah, 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 yeah well, now form, that you've explained yeah. the anthology, that makes a lot more sense yes, to my brain. That was the idea behind this, and essentially, like the, you know, um, Cochrane's trapped. What's what's his name again? The Doctor, Chalice. Away, and uh, he's going to be killed. And there's a countdown till everything goes crazy, and all mm-hmm. the kids it's are watching things. And, yeah, it's yeah. almost time for it's Halloween. And time. there's something great about this. Like every in, everyone's wearing their Halloween mask, and it's mm. all going to be crazy and a mess. And he gets out of his mask, gets out of his chair, gets out of his room, and um, basically blows up the. How does he? He blows up the plant. Yeah, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. And in this time, they're like, "We've taken the woman away from you." And he's like, I've got to find her. <laughs> and, um, and But what I love is like when he destroys the factory and everyone within it, like it's such a – and I feel very – it's very Doctor who It's like, well, we tried. And then <laughs> explosion. Everyone's dead. And he's got – he's found the girl and they're driving back and they're like, we have to stop everyone, the television broadcast that will turn everyone crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, cool, cool. This is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And driving and then suddenly for the first time some chemistry <laughs> comes between <laughs> this couple because it turns out she's a pumpkin henchman now too yes. and she's not real and she's trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. And this is the first emotions either of them have shown <laughs> in this whole film and she's trying to kill him and he ends up killing her mm-hmm. and and then what he got he, he gets rings, he rings doesn't he ring it he rings the television network and demands yes. they take yes. off the take the broadcast yeah. off the new uh, off the TV because everyone yes. will die 
And then I honestly don't remember what happened. No, tell him to they get manage. No, no, no. <laughs> they, he he eventually convinces them, and they take it off. And then because he's watching a kid with a mask on, watching it, and then the kid changes the channel. It's on another channel, yep. and then it goes off the air. And do you and think it, his motivation wouldn't be his own children? No, nah, man. No, nah, not even. Well, he ditched those but losers. It, it, yeah, it ends on the last channel, and it's not. They haven't happy, taken it off mm. the, the last channel, and it gets to the end where they're doing the flashing <laughs> um, pumpkin. And then that's the end of the movie. Yeah, it's a it, for a movie even, that's supposed to be a Disney ends, movie. It is a dark, it dark even ends dark. the way in a, an episode of an anthology. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's like the typical cliffhanger. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. I was dies. so confused, but it da, wouldn't da, be da, everybody. Da, da. Like it would just be some people that were watching. Well, I think the idea is that the snakes and the bugs. I know, I know. I think the idea is too that they've but sold millions this is of how these much, This was so crazy. They've sold them all around the world, but this is how crazy it was that I actually didn't remember how the film ended. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I remember him yelling at TV people. This film has a cult following. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, people who went to Halloween. You know who recommended this film to me originally? Tristan. Of course. That doesn't surprise me at all. Who who thinks it's the best Halloween movie. What? Yeah. Mind blown. This movie has a cult following. I found online there is a store, like the the Silver Shamrock store, where you can buy the masks and you can buy whatever. There's a Facebook page for the Silver Shamrock factory. I mean, where an an anthology is concerned, having this kind of following should be brilliant. So why didn't it have – It bombed. It 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 made nothing. And it was savaged by critics and everything, which it's it's not a great movie, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it bombed and and they sort of went – Michael Myers, the fuck back in here, okay? Mm. Because that's what Halloween is. John Carpenter, we love you, but fuck off. Yeah, that's pretty much what they said. Okay, okay. So that that yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's. I was so confused because I was waiting for Michael Myers, and I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> but if you've seen the there's um the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs on Shutter, where they I have not he seen that. it's it's not available here, but if you've got a VPN, you can watch it. And they have this thing where you tweet along, and he talks about he's a um a horror film historian, mm-hmm. and he talks about movies, and he has uh this lady on with him, Darcy the male girl, who's been trying to get him to show this movie since they started the show and he will ref- he refuses to this show film. He thinks Halloween three is awful and he refuses to and show it. And he's him. right. But then he oh, shows shit off. but then it's he shows awful. shot on like video shit that is some of the worst film I've ever it's, seen. It's and I've watched not, bad movies. It's not mm. awful. It just and when you look at the context of where it sits in all of this and the, mm. I I mean I can't wait. I honestly, we're we're recording this in June. I can't wait for people and fans of this to hear our responses and then mm. engage with them about it. Yeah, because for me, I'm absolutely. like, there's especially I, this one because it yeah. has a cult following. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how. <laughs> I, I, I do actually. The tell more, me, tell me. Well, well, no, no. There's there's nothing. I've got nothing profound to say. I can't put my finger on what it is. But the more I watch this film, the more I'm like, I get it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. something okay. a little controversial. Okay. Aside from the first Halloween movie, this is the second best Halloween movie. Okay. Now, does that say something about the quality of this movie or the quality of all the <laughs> other Halloween movies? I think it's genuine the ha- question. The other Halloween movies are awful. The first one is mm. a legit masterpiece. Yeah. The rest are awful. The remake recently was pretty good. I liked okay. the remake. But the rest I haven't seen are it yet. Hot garbage. Okay. H2O. Nah. So don't, don't get me started. H2O. Do you want to see Paul Rudd hey, in a horror movie? A but in t- hang on. I've, I've seen yes. it. That's awful. Hey, that the thing about H2O, H2O, the problem with H2O is it's very much a product of the films that were being made at yes, that time. Yes, exactly. So it's very – and the thing with it is it sits in one very specific space yeah. and it was the Scream but and Dawson's Creek I think Dawson's that's why Creek I love era. it because like, that's my we have, And that's the thing. There's a very mm-hmm. – and, and I, I mean that's 
my era as well, but the thing with that era that you've got to remember is it can't sit anywhere no, else. No, it's, 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 it's a very specific. Very it's a very specific period of time where yeah. we have gold. Like these films are gold, as is Bring It On, as is Clueless, mm-hmm. Clueless, <laughs> and all these kind of films. But mm. they really do sit within a very specific mm-hmm. space yeah, yeah, yeah. and time of creation. Yep. And what that means, nostalgia, and, nostalgia goggles, and not, well, not, not just nostalgia goggles, but what it meant. What it, when you, it's about the casting, it's about the actors, it's about every element that sits there, yeah. and they all do it. And yeah, but yeah. yeah, you know what? I will say, here's how, why I think it's, why it's become a cult film. I think there are three qualities. I could be completely off base, but, but this is just <laughs> off the top of my head. Go. I think one is the merchandising. I merchandising. The, I, no, I think the fact that it centers around a product which is clearly really very easy to recreate and manufacture yeah. And, yeah. and distribute so people have an opportunity to buy an in-world yep. artifact. It's I think a good, that's a big part of it. And it's a good storyline. I, I think the fact that it's set um, from a kind of expanded storytelling, like sub- different subjectivities perspective, the fact that it sits within – the real worlds where people where Halloween is being shown yeah. on yep. the TV yeah. yep. is enough of a, a point of interest and novelty that it becomes this unique little pinpoint in the entire Halloween mm-hmm. franchise. So that yeah. makes it really unique. And then I think what a lot of cult films have in common on top of those two things, it's not very great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Honestly. And I think maybe those when I think about what it is, I think maybe those that's maybe that's a start to why yeah. people have really, like I said, there's this whole online presence of Silver Shamrock yeah. as like a, a fake real company, kind of like um, wow. what's in Alien, the um, there's w- a, a Wayland Wayland Institute, yeah, 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 it's kind of got that vibe, the presence of okay. Silver Shamrock online. So it just blows my mind, and I can't <laughs> wait for people online to tell me why the Tristans I'm of this wrong. world. Too. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just it's just <laughs> what. With that, I think there's no other way to go but with the next film. (laughs) What better way to keep on rolling than with the craziest film out of this sequels trio? Shori, what the hell did you make me watch? Mm. So, Samba Party Massacre 2, which... I I mean, the title alone, you can tell it's going to be, you know, high value, right? Okay, before we get right into the Andrew, it's some things you need to know about Shori. Shori hates musicals. This is a musical. Yeah. Yeah, this I is absolutely yeah. a musical. I can't believe you recommended a musical. But it's it's I, I, I understand it because it's like, okay, there are things that Shori hates and Shori loves. And I think Shori's love of schlocky <laughs> yeah, exploitation yeah, yeah. B grade horror is so much is it really than even his hate outweighs for, is it really even B grade? Yeah. It's insane. I mean, it's so. so should we, and should as we a young ending, boy, but the this. other yeah. thing I'm just going to turn around and say beforehand, you did say on Twitter after watching this with your wife that you owe her a musical, and I'm just going to suggest that that be Into the Heights. No, no, no. The one that she has suggested is called A Week Away, which is a. It's on Netflix about a guy who goes to a religious camp for a week and it's all singing and dancing. So Wow. Yeah, I may have I, I may oh have really God. fucked up. I, yeah, you have. Oh. Maybe that's a horror in itself. I don't know which one I would prefer would, would oh. choose to watch if I had to. I mean, no matter what, as long I, as it no, torments no, no, no. him, I'm happy. I don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> there was no would you like to watch this one or this one? Well, it was, I mean You made me watch that. I was about to say you made and her I'm watch sorry. Even the musical enough. moments aside, the the Sexual moments. Oh my word. Okay, let's let's so, let's yeah. Summer Party Massacre two. Courtney Bates, the younger sister of Valerie and Valerie Bates from the first one, and her friends go to their condo for a weekend getaway. But Courtney can't get rid of the haunting feeling that a supernatural rockabilly driller killer <laughs> is coming to murder them all because rock and roll tongue. never dies. Okay. 
Now but you all do. I <laughs> did not. I so you, there is no reason. Like, you, there is no reason you, to watch the first film. Is no, no, no. I'm okay. going to ask you both a question. I'm going to go out there. Can I ask a, you something first before we start? Yeah. I know that it's not a good film, but were you still entertained in a fun? Like it's oh, so yes. bad, it's good. Yes, yes. I actually, I actually thought for a second. I'm like, is this a John Waters film? Like, yeah, it, 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 mm, it, yeah. if if John Waters did straight, I enjoyed films, this, this more than this Body Melts. Yeah. Okay. I was there you go. More that entertained by this well. than Body Melts. Hundred percent. Yeah, me too. And I, do you know I, what? I like Body Melt, but this is—I love this movie. When I when I started watching this, there were actually at the beginning of the film, I actually thought for a little while, I was like, "It's kind of potential for some kind of cool riot Absolutely. girl, rebel girl energy Absolutely. going on oh, the here." Band like were, they, they were, were really good. They're in a band, so, and they're kind of have this vibe of being sexually empowered. And I just loved yeah, how there was, was like a lot there the, uh, that the was set up. Ride yeah. is just—it's just girls being mm-hmm. together and being girly. And then, Them as a band in the garage was awesome. Yes. So, so I just want to bring we, we get a whole, and what I didn't but understand, anyway. so I put a whole other narrative into it. At the start, um, our main, what, what was her name? Caroline. No, what did I name again? Courtney. Courtney. Courtney is sleeping and there's all these flashbacks to what I thought were things that were going that to happen in the film. I didn't realise. I thought it was a premonition. It turns out that was just the first film. Yeah, yeah, Actually, was Catch it up. a premonition? Because now that I'm thinking about Towards it. Towards the end of it, there's some stuff with yeah, the Yeah, some of those flashbacks yeah. Yeah. do kind of look but like. Say it's like a 30-second flashback, like 27 so seconds of it up from the first movie. Is something so, so in the first movie about this killer? No. So there's no connection on, to the the only connection on, to the what, first what, what, film. What, what, what? Have you not seen the first film? Okay, I, all right, good point. <laughs> well, for good those point. who can't see, um, oh the look that Emma just gave uh, Dean was so pretty funny. Here's the thing: so I actually looked it up because I was so confused because of the supernatural narrative of this second film. And the first film is that a guy goes nuts and starts drilling people to death. So the only connection yeah. between the first films is this is meant to be a gro- the grown up of the um, the kids that were in that film. Yeah, yeah. and the death was by drilling. Yeah. That's it. Legitimately, Thank you. the, the now, main character is just a sister yeah. of a girl who hang was on, Hang on, hang on, hang yep. on. The crazy yep. rockabilly guy just comes out of nowhere. Not- no. I'm going to give you the uh, the, uh, I don't the, even the David know. Rose face. The, this is like if Crybaby time. was turned into a horror. Yeah. <laughs> With and so we and this so is what that's I said com- to you. We can watch this. You don't need to I watch do- the first movie. You don't need to know anything about the first movie. But it makes it insane now Why? that and there was a third one. They Why? they made more. Yeah. Does the third, third one tie any of this together? I haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> well, I haven't right. seen the first one. So, I'm actually surprised you haven't seen the third one. Um, so Courtney, on Courtney, her, her sister is in a mental asylum. Um, Courtney is like she's young and free and life is good and part of a great girl band yeah. and they had really good energy with one really annoying posh person. And um, I, I'm always the, – the, the lead singer. The lead singer. The lead singer. She wasn't posh. She, she was still oh, pretty hot. She was prissy. Like she was posh, as in she said, "It's like I'll have I'll, I'll have a soda, I'll have a Perrier." That's posh. Oh, okay. That's posh. I'm okay. sorry. When we're creating narratives for each okay, of them, sure, sure, sure. one of them is the ditzy drummer, one of them yeah. is the smart friend that cares, and one of them is it dresses the, like a- the I'm I'm the everything girl. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Was the everything was, girl. I remember her. her. Yeah. And um and they are great and the band is awesome. And then the boy – oh, that's right, the car thing uh, earlier when they're driving to school and they get the, the cars to come up beside each other and all I keep thinking is – any other car behind you would crack the shit so that you were oh, in traffic beep, so beep, much. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. And, um, oh, my God, you think he likes me and the boy shows up mm-hmm. and it's like, why don't you come away for the weekend with us to our slumber party? 
Yeah. And then there's our setup where, but she she has to ask but, her permission for her mother, mm. which is meant to be all. You, but you don't want to go and see your sister in the mental well, asylum. We're going to go see her sister <laughs> in the mental asylum because it's Sunday, and I don't want my birthday is Sunday. Well, I don't want to spend wanna... it in a mental hospital. I mean, fair. Which is what she says to her mum. I mean, fair. But who wants put, to go to a mental asylum on their the, birthday? The guy that she is lusting after. So she looks like she's about twenty. You mean Ian Zeering? Twenty twenty-five. No, Ian Zeering was the other guy. Was the other one? I feel like both are. But the main guy looks like in, he's in probably in his early forties. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Could it's be. pushing yeah. it. I mean, and and what's weird is, so the mother goes, "Yes, you can go. You're a good girl." Da da da. And that's the thing where I'm like, she has another dream where her sister is telling her not to do something, not to go all the way. Don't go all the way. Don't go all the way. So if she don't if she go can, all the way. Don't go all the way. Don't go all the way. Don't go all the way. And this is why I assumed these were premonitions. I was so confused about it. And, the and stuff in the mental hospital is premonitions. The stuff okay. at the start is from the first movie. Why? Anything else after that is from Why the second movie. Why are her dreams half well, memories and, this and is, half premonitions? Yeah. So there's there's no explanation for it, but essentially then the girls all go. And this is mm. good. Like the girls are going, well, this is good. It gets worse <laughs> it later. It feels like it has potential to be <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. The girls are all in the car. Um, they're mm. reading. I can't even remember what, what the book was. It was called Wet Hot and oh, Something. Um, Wet yeah, they, they found some like erotica. Yeah. But, one of their but what I love ventures. about it is these are women who are empowered. Yes. Like, and and there is a strength to this, which, a, um, which is good for her. And it's the girl mm. band part of it. Like, this is girl power. What's that Quentin Tarantino movie with the the girls? That's got Zoe. Uh, death proof. Yes, it had a death proof feel to yeah. me. Like the, the the rebel girls in the car yeah. together. Yeah, and I that's was like, okay. where I thought this was going. And I'm like, okay, cool. And yeah. the only reference I have for this film is a picture you sent in a tweet, which is some guy with a guitar drill. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the hell am I watching? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is going well. And then they get to the house. Mm. As a as a mm. uh, a straight male who grew up in you know the eighties and nineties, I just oh. assume this is what all women did at sleepovers. It oh is. God. I'm joking. What I am becomes, joking. That's not true. What please, becomes please, like? Please uh, send that, all your tweets actually, to Dean, not me. Is that actually <laughs> titillating? No, no, no there is nothing. No, so basically, too many feathers. They decide to. It's it's <laughs> it's set up to be so with a choreographed dance routine where it's it's choreographed yeah. like crazy. Yeah. We it. need to make gifts out of them. Yeah. Like yeah. it's too enough. Oh, there are. I can send you the yeah choreographed dance routine to music as boys are arriving at the house and mm. taking off their tops and pillow fighting. And, and the, the part you know that it was, it's veering into parody is when he goes, I didn't realise women actually did this. Yeah, and, well, and, and yeah. It, but it really, like the thing with it, it's even filmed in the it, – this is why I feel like it's John Waters. Like it mm. goes to another level with these musical moments. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like what the hell is – and, and it's yeah. like but, they are – it's so weird. Well, the so is the, oh, sorry, the people who like a lot of early on this was people were saying this movie is very misogynistic and everything. Yes. It's written and directed by a woman. Doesn't what? mean it can't be misogynistic. No, it doesn't mean that, but it's also like you'd look at those scenes, you can tell she's trying to parody it as well though. She's not doing it maybe to be like, she was okay, going, yeah, maybe she was going for right. a parody. You raise a good point. She's going for a parody, but she didn't go didn't she the like right yeah, way. Yeah. Didn't didn't go just, hard enough. Yeah, it needed to go harder. Yeah. Like for me, that was where <laughs> any hope I had of like, ooh, like female empowerment. As soon <laughs> oh, as God, that slumber, God, God, as soon God. as the tops came off and the feathers came Before out, the I tops was came like, off, the dance scene for done. me, the dance scene, it was like, and then the forced top coming off. Like it's like, oh, oh my God, yeah, the yeah, champagne. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, and when it's happening, I'm like, no, no, don't do it. Don't <laughs> yeah. do it. Not because I have any issue with breasts, but because I was just like, there's no point to this. Like, yeah. why is this happening? And then the boys are there and then it's like, oh. She's just inexplicably a hornbag and she just wants to get Such a hornbag. With her friends. And I'm just kind of like, what? And um, yeah, yeah. Listening no. to the um, – we'll I was talking about Joe Bob Briggs before. He did this movie on the 
last drive-in and he talked about the the friend, the blonde friend um, who was the, the drummer the or the singer. The, 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 the bass girl. The bass player, yeah, every, every girl, girl. Yeah. Was a, at the time, a Playboy playmate oh. who had a no nudity clause in her movie contract. I was about to say, oh she has great God. cans. She had yeah. the, yeah, so she was the one well, who Can I tell you, we're going to get to the sex. You are absolutely right. But we're going to get to the sex What makes me angry, you're right. Great hands, and then we get to the sex bit where I've never seen a more uncomfortable a man grab a boob in a more aggressive and uncomfortable way. That what did he think it was? Which sex a, like he just goes honk, <laughs> and I was just like, and the, and she's there this. smiling. This is when the when the boyfriend comes up the ne- the day after, mm. and when they're in bed together, and he literally just goes. Honk oh at the bottom yes. of her breast. And I was like, are you joking? Like, there's no mm. way that's comfortable for any person. Yeah. It's like a person just grabbed a bit of your skin. Mm. But could you not caress? Like, it, it blew love, my mind. Love a good I was, like, was going to say, yeah. as a as a straight male watching these movies, and we know I would have watched it as a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Understandable I'll be, I'll be, if you were turned be, on as a teenager. I would, I would say that I was a little disappointed that that girl didn't get her top off and the other one did. Yeah. You know, like I was like, well, why can't she? Yeah. You know? I would have preferred for her yeah. to get her top like off. Yeah, like it's, you yeah. know. I am going to make a mental note that we need to edit into the edit of end of this podcast. Amy has to tell us what film she made Shory watch. I just told you. We're going to watch that one. We're watching no, well, it Sunday. She, and, but, but then <laughs> I'm also like, we'll, we'll go, what did you think of that film? Just, oh. just to have That's a little payback. bit of a – What did you yeah. make him watch? But um, <laughs> so, yeah, it just – it's just crazy, and then it goes to another level where, mm. whenever she's dreaming, she's starting to see this sixties mm. guy thing, rockabilly, rockabilly, rockabilly 50s yeah, sort of, well, f- yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, got the, he's, wearing like, the, he's wearing all leather. He's got his hair slicked up into a and he's like Nicky yes. yeah. Elvis, yeah. Oh, you know, Greece could never be this bad. And he's got this like, giant spiky guitar with the a guitar's drill on the pretty end. rad. And he he talks and he rock and roll never dies. Yeah, yeah. says stuff like you that. You love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And you know he not great. Uh, what did he say? He kills one of her like in the dream. He kills one of her friends and he goes, "I had her. I'm tired of her." And he wants her instead. Yeah. And it's just, and it's just and so nuts. she's starting and she's like, "All right, she's starting to go a little bit." Yeah. And they're all at the uh, and and I mean with some of the worst acting ever <laughs> yes. from the other boys, not oh from the rockabilly, but from the, the other boys like and the other guys. Oh, and he God. throws her into the water and she nearly drowns. Yep. In a pool and that looked about two, exactly. three, Exactly. And, yeah. and, yep. and all we know for sure is that this has gone from female empowerment and fun to she is crazy. Yeah. And no and matter what, she keeps she's, – she's going crazier and crazier. And they're all too busy being horny yes. to care. <laughs> Pretty much. And it's not so much that like her dreams start to bleed into reality. It goes from her having crazy dreams to her having – like you think hallucinating, seeing mm, things yeah. in like front her of her, not the giant just zit face. oh my god! And, but this is where I'm like, there's yeah. no explanation for. Obviously, she has pulled this guy from her mind. It's a, yeah. there's a, there's a what concept. I love here like, is: is there an explanation? Is in, he real? In, Can there is like, a concept? Of a thing I, called I thought a tulpa. it was. I thought it was going to turn around and no, she was going to be the killer. What's so a tulpa? A tulpa is a thing where if you, it's like a. You can manifest something with your right, mind, so okay. you can keep you seeing it. and keep th- thinking about yeah, something. Okay. You can okay. physically manifest something. Okay. I don't know if that's what they were going for in this mm. film, but to me, I go. Well, I don't think they thought about it goes, that deeply. She's gone so bananas, and her brain is so mm. working overtime that she mm. has and physically she had sex. manifested this. And sex was the problem. She had sex, and in doing that, because her sister said not to, in the mm. mental asylum, in her dream, her dreams are becoming reality. So she mm-hmm. got drilled, and then so did he. Well, and this is this is yeah, <laughs> I know you were just waiting to say that you could yeah. Oh. 
Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I missed myself. In that one. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, and then it all turns crazy. But also kind uh, of slowly. Like I messaged yeah, Gina one slow... point and I was like, because I paused the movie and I was like, I'm over halfway through and, and nothing, and still, nothing happened. And nothing has happened. Yeah. I was like, and then once it's yeah, and once it starts, it just, it just doesn't, doesn't stop. stop. So w- when there's the girl with the zits and everything, and there's a chick, a, a chicken that comes to life. <laughs> oh my god, the chicken! <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. It's spraying all the black goo all over. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, and like, and all we know is crazy shit is going on, mm. and then when the cops come because they think the friend is, is stuck in the yeah, the, the, they they assume because the friend has disappeared and she's saying she's dead, mm. and they can hear a weird noise oh, in the garbage can, disposal. Can I just, sorry. Oh yes, that's right. So the police are Kruger and Voorhees. Ah, who's Voorhees? Jason. Jason Voorhees. Ah. So yeah. the the police come and then the girl comes back and she's like, "Oh my god, I went for a walk and it took me a while mm-hmm. and I didn't tell anybody." And then the cop is like, "Don't you waste any of our time, yeah. Yeah. stupid kids! I don't know what drug she's <laughs> yeah. on." Da 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 da. But do, and then they're like, "We're late for dinner." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Because it's foreshadowing. Because when they call later, he goes, "Stop calling us," and hangs up on and them. hangs yeah. up on them like that. Like calling nine one one would give you a direct line to. That cop at the steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To that asshole yeah. who's going to just say it's no. So, so, and then from that point, which is three quarters of the way through yeah, the yes. film, yes. where like it, it begins. It and finally so begins. It's, the guy sits up on the bed, the boyfriend sits up, and then all of a sudden yes. straight through his back. Yep. And he then gets it's drilled. On from and then it's on, which means she's manifested this guy yes. with who is – Got an electric guitar drill mm. and is a huh, a huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, like he's not yeah. just g- stabbing like crazy. He's doing it in the most musical yes. way possible. So he gets to a point where he has an actual musical number. He has oh a musical number. Oh, my God, an actual number that he sings and dances through. <sighs> and but- it got stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, great. It is great. And I it think, is- I've forgotten it now, thank goodness, but it was about It was terrible. Buzz. Let's buzz. Yes. Oh, yeah. And and then the murder spree's happening. And I mean, we've got maybe 15 minutes left of the film. Yeah. 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 Like and it, it really ramps right up. And it ramps yeah. right up in a great way. Like, don't get me wrong, once it starts and keeps on going, like they're all just trying to run for their lives. Yeah. And he but he just keeps popping up because he's manifested. He's not rushing. He's yeah. always just wherever they are. Yeah. yeah. And and it's just like killed, mm. killed, killed. Mm. Yeah. And gory kills. Yeah, like the, the, the gore on the end of the drill is, is great. Just, yeah. Yeah. Is, it, and so once it gets there which mm. is three quarters of the film. Yeah. But once yeah. it gets there, it's like, okay, this is camp and stupid and fun and we're rocking and rolling yeah. with it. Yes. Even the musical number where you're just like, you've got to be oh, kidding me. He's chasing her through like the abandoned um, the house. The abandoned yeah. house that's half built and it's like to this Well, that's the music. final house and we're, we'll get to the final house because I'm still like, what the hell, let's just kill, cull through the Jeffs. So the drummer girl is the first one. She gets um, drilled. Who's gone. Yes. She gets through drilled the through the phone as they're on the other side of the yes. wall trying. Well, And then there's the boy, the boy as well. Mm. So there are still two boys left. Because she slices the dumbass, slices his leg. Yes. Slices his leg. So the prissy girl and him, they start running. Mm. I wish he had and, a and they run out. death, to be honest. Absolutely. I wanted to kill him too. The mm. others get in a car that won't start mm-hmm. and then the car oh, starts. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, then as they're driving. Oh, what does he say to him when he drills him too? He says something like, um, he just pop- oh, no, this one goes out to the one I love. Yeah. <laughs> he just pops up in the back seat and drills the guy as he's mm-hmm. driving. And if you're driving a car, of course, if you get drilled through the middle of your back, the brakes would go. So, <laughs> so, so the car just brakes. stops. Yeah, just and then stop. it's it, all we've got left is um, she's with one of her friends yeah. as they're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? She's with the every girl. She's, she's with, with the every girl. girl. And yeah. the other two basically – 
Then so they run over to a house, to a house. They knock on the door, and then yes. the guy doesn't come out. And he comes out and says, "Damn there's, kids!" There's yeah. music playing you, from the house. When by you the look way. at the credits, he's listed as Mr. Damn Kids. Oh my god! There's music <laughs> playing from the house, so they're hearing noise, and they're like, "Why won't anyone come? What's going on? What's going on?" And then they get killed yep. by him. And once they're killed, that's when the guy comes out. Like mm. all the noise, you'd hear the screaming, yep. you'd hear everything. Mm-hmm. This neighborhood is terrible. <laughs> so then there are only two left. We know yes. one of them's going to be killed, and only one's going to be left because that's the narrative. Yep. And they run to out of nowhere a house that is being built, yep. Yep. a building site, mm-hmm. but is also the most confusingly <laughs> and contrived building yeah. built. Like there are no doorways in this it's house. Like there, are only, there are only like windows. So every room is blocked mm. by – she can't just walk through a panel of, in, mm-hmm. in a piece of wood. She has to duck constantly it and weave constantly. And the guy – well, well, before she gets drilled, like – and the drilling guy is like – Oop, nearly got you. Yep. Oop, and he's standing next to them, yeah. almost getting them. And it's is it meant to be playful? No. But she it's gets, crazy. She gets sliced across her back and there's this point where she's trying to crawl through one of the walls. Yeah. And she, and and then she, she can't get through it. And Amy goes, oh, it's because of her boobs. Oh, my God. Well, she <laughs> had, but what's funny, she gets sliced in the back and she's like screaming, but then she runs more effectively once she's sliced yeah, yeah, through yeah. the back yeah. in the shots. It's and, called motivation then. Oh, my mm. God. It's just, it's just insane. <laughs> and then... She gets ki- every girl gets killed and Courtney's the she, only well, she one left. The she well, she doesn't the get drilled. She gets no, she killed gets, by she gets sliced on the back. Yeah, but then she and falls. then she falls. Yeah, she falls and then Courtney's the only one left. Who apparently in a house with no stairs or ladders gets to the top of mm-hmm. the house building mm-hmm. site where, as per every building code, mm-hmm. there is. Gas, a blowtorch, blow yes. like naturally, a, a, and no covering or roof or anything. Yes. And he gets there, and she what, sets what is, him on fire. He, what does he say though? Oh my god! He says, he "Come says, on, baby, light my fire," or something Come on, like baby. that. Yeah, light my fire. And then she burns him, and that's her being saved. But everyone's dead. And then, also, can I just say how then, how is he, he? How is it that that? She was able to kill him by setting him on fire when he's not – he's clearly Real. some kind of supernatural yeah. entity. Even when he's fully manifest, he can still that, just like – And the musical pop, number. Pop, like, like pop up anywhere he wants. Yeah. But apparently you can set him on fire. Yeah. It's Jump. so weird. But, but then the, you get to the ending though. Oh and then God. So like wheel out every girl. Well, well, hang on. How many endings? Which ending? <laughs> like, yeah. There are three. So then they're yeah. wheeling out the every girlfriend and everyone's the there and it's like, oh, yeah, my like, God. Ah. And then um, she wakes up and Courtney's mm-hmm. in. She lifts up the sheet first. Yeah, that's right. And everyone right. starts laughing like the killer. Yeah. Yes, that's, and then that's she right. She wakes up girl. in the mental asylum. No, no. she wakes up in like bed. She wakes up, she wakes up in bed first, and yeah. she's in bed with the boyfriend that almost. And she's like, "Oh, thank God!" And then she, as she's lying there, it turns into the driller man, and then yes. she wakes up in the mental asylum. And I'm like, "What the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> yes. Like the ending is just as confusing as the yes. rest and of it. The, drills, the floor drills, and, and she's yes, in the mental asylum, right. and then the floor is being drilled like this dodgy piece of two by four, and that's the end of the film. And I'm like, what the fuck what did the I watch? Fuck the only just happened. The only thing I can think of, the way I sort of took it, trying to give them probably more credit than mm-hmm, they deserve, mm-hmm. is well, that I, I feel like she we've done has that. been in the mental asylum since the first movie, and well, all of this is just that's in all, her head. That's all you can really. And that's take pretty much from all it. it is. That's yeah. all you can take from yeah. it. I mean, that None must, of it that must be it. That this this whole episode. But her dreams have her a very head. good soundtrack. Oh, well, I wouldn't say that either. Did you guys see that episode, or do you remember that episode of Buffy where? It's yes. It's suggested <laughs> in the episode that perhaps all of Buffy is in her head. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One episode where she wakes in up again and two. she's in. Yeah, she's yep. in an asylum. Um, 
I kind of look at it like that. Mm. I'm like this whole world, this whole narrative is in her head. I mean, that makes sense. So it's the only thing that could explain how that shit is. Yeah, absolutely. That's the only thing that makes sense out of all of it. Is she in the third film? Can you just look at IMDb, please? I do. Kind I'm just of curious. Watch the third film. I do not. <laughs> I so sort of do, just because it must be eighty-seven, and some of the is nineteen ninety, and no. So, is there any connection? Can I can I just read, just read, the, read the description the for the third film? Yeah, do it. After a hard day of volleyball at the beach, oh god, a teen whose parents are away decides to have a slumber party with her girlfriends. Their boyfriends particularly show up to scare them, but a stranger from the beach is also seen lurking around the house. Soon, okay. the group begins experiencing an attrition problem. Attrition. So it sounds. Is, is there a drill again? Like so it sounds like it's. Yeah, I think. The, the yeah, it looks like the common theme is just a slumber, a slumber party. party. With someone with a drill. Well, yeah, doesn't need to be the same it's, person. It's doesn't just need to be any. hilarious and crazy. Like this is one of the good things I've loved about this. As we've gone through, we've got all of these. All of these sequels, they've all gone, they've all tried to surpass and have, have absolutely reached past the original premise of any of the films that they've originally had. One of the brilliant things about the three that we've done, which are all completely mm. different, is they've gone leaps and bounds in a different direction yeah. to not just recreate and redo the same thing, mm. but to try new things within the genre. And that's yeah. something that I love about sequels in horror. Yeah. Yeah. And it's what, exactly what they should do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking through some of the images from Slumber Party Massacre 3. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, the poster itself. Oh my god, is the like, poster is just terrible. Have you seen the poster for number two? Yeah, it's a very I, similar the, vibe. I know, but, more but, but there's I, something. I love, the more I love that poster for it. like you can buy t-shirts of it. Nice. And I looked at it and went, I can't get that because it is way too phallic. Absolutely, <laughs> it's just. I mean, it's just look insane. But and with there's the a three- scene where all the girls get their tops off. Of course, there is. During well, the sleepover. obviously, that's where they start the script. Oh, yeah. so I guess it's a different kind of drill this time. Well, it was a different drill in the first one oh, as well. Yeah. That's like, similar to the first one. It, I, I just can't believe that this is one of Shory's favorite you know, films. This is how they write these can you, scripts. Can you really not believe that? Yes, because it's, it's just so. It's crazy. Shory. Yeah. This is how they write their scripts. They go right. We need a drill and we need tits. We need a drill and we need and, a slumber and party. One of the and things tits. that's yeah, it's that's it. Drills and tits. Drills yeah. and tits. Yeah. That's it. Done. <laughs> um, so we well look, and with that, I think I'm very happy all round. We didn't really give any rating for any of these films. Did we? we haven't did we really either. Like, we haven't. I think you need point. to watch them all and make up your own. I absolutely oh. encourage everyone yeah. to watch all of them. Like yep. we have such mi- mixed responses. Well, Alvira, that's a, a take in itself. <laughs> Love Alvira, but the reality here is, yeah, like this is the bottom line with it all. Like. I don't think we can give any rating properly. The beauty of a sequel is they take the idea Mm. and they take it over the edge Mm -hmm. and in a completely different direction so that it's more insane and I love it. Yeah, 100%. Love it, yep. This is the best part about horror is that you have something for everyone. That's true. Mm. Eight more days through Halloween, Halloween. Terrible, I hate that so much. (laughs) I feel like – Shamrock. Oh, my God. (laughs) I, I want to. I want to hear the. It's almost time. I want to. Oh, so the. Oh, sorry. The thing I was going to tell you about about the killer in Slumber Party Massacre Two. Oh, yes. Is that he comes from a billionaire family who owned the Detroit Red Wings and the Detroit Tigers. I looked it up. Yes. And, and he has he's an, got album, an album. And I want to buy this album. It so if anyone has so any like ideas 80s on this, where Miami I can get this, Vice yeah, kind of. I need this album. So if you can find it, please let me know, and I will, I will buy it. On. Well, now we understand how the film got made. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he is. Billionaire stock. Yeah. And on go. that note. I think we've hit it. I think, I think we're done. <laughs> Thanks. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hey everybody, Dean here, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of Pot of the Damned. Tomorrow we have another one coming right at you. And now that we're live, even though we recorded these in the past, it's pretty fun for us to be seeing what you're all thinking of the films that we're reviewing and sharing your opinions as well. And one of the things that a couple of people have asked on social media is, Dean, Remember in episode three and four how you got the movies wrong? What movies did you watch? So I thought I'd let you all know that in episode three, the film that I thought was an Australian film that I was reviewing was It Comes at Night. It's a film from 2017. It's not Australian. It just has Joel Edgerton in in it and is absolutely worth watching. It's about a family that are secure within a desolate home as an unnatural threat terrorizes the world and a man has established a tenuous domestic order with his wife and son. Then a desperate young family arrives seeking refuge and everything goes crazy. I really recommend watching it. I really recommend watching it in the dark. It's absolutely brilliant. And then for Ep 4, for M's birthday episode, the film that I watched was Happy Birthday to Me. This is like a 1981 film and it's very 80s. It's uh, about, at the Snobby Crawford Academy, Virginia's group of friends start to go missing years after a horrible event that happened to her as a child around her birthday occurred. And this is a little bit psychological, a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, it's does the deaths and the craziness really well. And I really recommend that you all check them out. I'll be putting them up on the socials as well as all the films that we've been watching today. And uh, we hope that you're watching along with us or at least having a good time with the podcast or with us on socials. So don't forget to check us out there. Pod of the Damned on Twitter and Podcast of the Damned on Instagram. And we'll see you tomorrow. I think it's queer horror we're diving into. (laughs) 